It was at this moment that he knew. He bucked up. Welcome. You're listening to Bucked Up with Sam Buck. This is exciting. This is episode one. Now you fucked up! Now you fucked up! Now you fucked up! You have fucked up now! Now you fucked up! Now you fucked up! Now you fucked up! Now you fucked up! Now you have fucked up! A dick. I know my parents and my grandma are definitely going to be listening to this. Welcome to Bucked Up with Sam Buck. Uh, I'm starting a podcast because I'm single and lonely, and that's all you can do. No, this is a this is a self help podcast from me, Sam Buck, um, who doesn't know how to take care of themselves. But I guess I'll start with a little story um, before I even intro my guests. Um, this is their studio. This is a beautiful, amazing studio in Brighton. Um, and they have coasters. They have coasters for their water. I'm not going to say what it says on the coasters because it's a bad, bad, naughty word. But um, when I was young and I would go to my friends' houses and I would be offered drinks, I would get a glass of water or tea or soda or whatever I'd want, and I would go, do you have a coaster? Because that's what I was taught growing up. Yeah, and all my friends' parents would be like, what the hell? Like, why is this little kid asking for coasters? And I would go, coasters are our friends. That's what I would say to them. And that's why I needed a self-help podcast. (laughs) That story right there. All right, welcome to my first guest. They are the amazing people who are helping me put this on. This is their amazing studio. Um, and just two people I really love, and I'm happy that I've gotten to know and know in the Boston comedy scene. It's Animush and Irish O'Neill. Love it all. Thanks for having us, buddy. Of course. Um, so yes, this is a self-help podcast, and um, there's two rules. The first rule we don't talk about because it's kind of like Fight Club, but the <laughs> second rule is positivity. That's what I'm preaching on this. Um, my friends tell me I get religious when I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm not drunk now, but I'm going to get preachy. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that what that tells you. But um, yeah, so welcome. Welcome. Thank you guys for helping me thank with you. this, and thank you for being my first guest. Thanks. Yeah, we're excited, man. Thanks. So I actually wanted you guys on because you are very successful without talking about it. And that's something I appreciate a lot and something that I am very bad at. When I get good news, I want to tell everyone. I like to blame it on being an only child <laughs> and being lonely. That's what I blame everything on. But um, no, but it's something I really do appreciate. And also you guys built and build and are building an empire together because you are also a couple. And that's something that... Um, is really important and crazy because that doesn't really happen a lot. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's a that's lot of people answer. say it shouldn't happen. <laughs> a lot of people say it shouldn't happen, and I'm going to talk a lot about your guys's relationship. I know you're so excited about that, but again, I don't know what I'm doing with self help. I don't know what I'm doing. I ruin relationships don't act like we know sam (laughs) yeah but you got keep it going i know know i'm the master of relationships not much i'm more of a journeyman but no i'm gonna try to be very trial and error yeah that's fair shut the fuck up this is my podcast (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I, I, um, I'm going to try to be open on this podcast. I, uh, I do do things. I said do do, but I do <laughs> do things to work on myself. I try to meditate and do yoga every single day, work out. Um, and I am going to talk about your relationship. I was broken up with because I was not a good boyfriend. I didn't cheat or anything, but you know, I want to learn and grow and that's what the self-help is and it's funny because every day I meditate and my app tells me like how many days I've meditated in a row and that's so cool because I got to like 103 days today and I was like when did I start meditating oh the day after I was broken up with so every day when I look at this number it's like a real positive thing but it's like damn Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so... uh, But that's kind of like Phoenix rising from the ashes, you know what I mean? Like, you can't think about it that way. No, it's all positive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bad shit's supposed to happen to you. That Yeah, that's where I... That growth only happens when bad shit happens, and that's kind of why I'm on this journey. So, that's all about me. I I like talking about myself. I'll blame it on being an only child again. (laughs) I'm an only child. Are you? Then mm-hmm. what happened to you that you don't talk a lot? That's a. That's I have three half sisters that I okay. don't really talk about. <laughs> yeah, but that's it's huge and a lot of my self help. <laughs> do you do anything for self help, Irish? I, we're gonna get into your talking, but do you by do anything? Means. By all means. Uh, smoke weed. Um, a lot of that. A lot of, I don't know, like a lot of video games. Drugs I'll, are bad. PSA I'll, for my podcast. I'll, I'll read sometimes. Uh, and I don't, I don't know. I, I find it, like honestly, just listening to like comedy and podcasts is like very therapeutic yeah. to me. Yeah. Uh, you are a musician. Mm-hmm. And does your connection to music get therapeutic? Like, can you oh, zone yeah. out in that zone and you're just one with whatever you're playing? Yeah, I can pretty much uh, like queue up any any like mind frame I need to get into. Like, I can go like, I know which song I need to listen to to like bring yeah. that out and stuff. Yeah. Like, I got it like pretty like down to a science. I seen it. I seen it with my own eyes. Yeah. Like, if I need to get angry, I'm like, I know which song to play. If I, you know, if I want to be like happy and chill and smoke some weed. Same thing. I know which song to play. Yeah, my uh, my dad's a musician, and I tried playing drums like him. He's a drummer, and I could never get that connection to music. Like I mm-hmm. love music. I listen to it all the time. You can tell I'm really into music because I'm wearing a Lil Uzi Vert shirt. <laughs> you can tell that I am not basic in any way. <laughs> but no, I do listen to a lot of music, and um, but I never get that connection of knowing how to play and get into that therapeutic meditative state. And that's something I'm always very uh, jealous of. Do you play any instruments? Um, I don't. I took piano lessons uh, once upon a time. And I can probably just play chopsticks so at this point. So that's why you need to do all this shit. Well, I have like other outlets that I've been doing. Like, So uh, I am a painter. Like, mm-hmm. I'm an artist. So. A very good a very good. Thank artist. you. Like for over 25 years, I don't know at this point, like I started very, very young. One of my half sisters like taught me at a very young age, like Mm -hmm. different techniques, like how to paint and stuff. So like that was my like thing that I did growing up that just ended up being something that was therapeutic for me, which probably is like why I got into creative things in general. That makes sense. Yeah. Do you have a daily routine? I guess this is a question for both of you, but don't answer at the same time um i wake up promptly at the crack of noon <laughs> um no uh, i i don't know I, I usually like wake up around like 10 or so 
uh, get up, I usually go get like a, I don't really drink coffee, so like I'll, I'll go get like an iced tea or something. Um, honestly, I don't really understand how my body operates on like, I, I really don't do a lot of like caffeine or like, you know, anything like that. So yeah. People are often shocked. They're like, how do you function? I'm like, I don't know. I just just keep going. I don't like caffeine. I think of it as kind of a drug where I don't like how I feel when Mm -hmm. I'm on it. And it's something that... I actually have a vendetta against caffeine (laughs) because I once ruined a laptop in high school because I spilled a coffee on it. Mm. And I kind of vowed to never drink coffee after that. But no, I just... something we need to work (laughs) on letting go of. But no, I just... I don't don't like how caffeine really makes me feel. I even Mm -hmm. had to stop drinking tea, which I enjoyed because... Mm -hmm. I'm a British grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, like I, I kind of get up. I try to like write down my like list of to do and like goals for the day, and then you know it's it's usually. Do you do that every morning? You yeah, like I write try. down a list? Yeah, I try to. There's, I mean, there's, there's some mornings I've you know yeah, cut up, but uh, I try to do that, and then you know I, I balance like two or three jobs really. So I'm like I, I'm usually like constantly working and stuff, um, doing pre-production for that, um, for the podcasts, for Gas Digital's podcast. So it's just it's a lot of my days like just pre-production planning for shows, and then you know cutting clips and stuff, and then usually by the nighttime once my stuff's all finished, there's kind of like hang out and play video games or yeah. read or something like that. Uh, have when did you when did you start working? Did you like work hard at an early age, like job wise? Um, yeah, I mean, I think as soon as I could work, I was trying to do stuff. Like, I think my first job was, I think I was maybe a lifeguard or like working at a summer camp or something like that. I think that's important. Yeah. Uh, when I, I really started, you worked at Shaw's. Yeah, when I was fourteen. Oh, that was before me. I was a camp counselor, like we all were when I was fourteen. But yeah. when I really started working at sixteen, I was working seven days a week. Mm-hmm. No. And that was, I think, that's a good thing when you're like 16, 17. Yeah, make your own money and stuff. Exactly. It's a nice feeling when you got money and other people around you are like, oh. And then you can slack <laughs> later. <Yeah. laughs> so you write down the list. Do you do anything else before, like... Um, you know, I, I might... Uh, yeah. Some mornings I might stretch. Do you sure. play uh, every day or no? Do you not get time for... Uh, uh, Video games? Uh, no, for oh. music. Oh, for music? Um... I'm, I'm at least listening to music at some point during the day, but in terms of like being able to play, like yeah, it's it's hard. I'm lucky if I get like maybe an hour in like every like two or three days. Mm. All right, question turn to you. Now you can shut off. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all no no negativity on this podcast. Everybody love everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I broke the first rule. I'm sorry. Second rule. We don't talk about the first rule. Mm-hmm. All right. You so broke, how about you, you broke both rules? <laughs> I, I did. Technically, I half broke one of the. R- okay. <laughs> naughty, naughty boy. I know he likes to talk. Um, <laughs> What's your daily routine? So my daily routine uh, now has drastically changed, like because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, because prior to COVID. I was a full-time interior designer, and I had other jobs like mm-hmm. besides that, um, and plus doing podcasting, all of that. So the routine I once had isn't anymore, yeah. um, and that honestly wasn't a routine that I ever liked, mm-hmm. um, which is part of the reason why, like, when I lost my job after you know co- when co- the whole COVID thing started, um, it just it was almost like a blessing. You know, because yeah. it gave me like the opportunity and space to sort of like find a new routine that made me happy. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't think that I was like truly happy. I think I was just doing something 
because I felt like I had to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I went to school for this. I have a master's, like all the stuff. Like um, I have to give it a chance. And at that point, it's been like 10 years. Um, so as of, you know, that time period, I just shifted over to something that I pretty much started only like a year or so ago mm-hmm. in comedy or like, I guess your comedy journey, like it started a little bit before that, but um, that just allowed me to kind of just like dive into the things that I like more now um, and like doing more artwork and stuff too, which makes me happy. So that's part of my new routine. That was a great answer to <laughs> a question I didn't ask. <laughs> no, I am. So I appreciate I like that. But do you have something? Maybe you're not that type of person, but do you? Mm-hmm. I have to do like the same thing every morning to get myself motivated. It's not like that for yeah. me now. Like, I, I mean, I'm not a morning person, but now I've sort of ha- forced myself to become one. Um, to get things in during the day because mm-hmm. I'm so passionate about the other projects that I'm yeah. working on, you know? So mm-hmm. it really depends, like, what are my deadlines for things because I'm, like, grasping at so many different projects. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't make a list every day, but I make a, like, this is what needs to happen by these dates type of lists, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I, um, yeah, I have to do the same thing every day i'm that's my like reptile that's my monkey brain like i need to like repetition is the only thing like i talk about like i have to get addicted to good things like mm-hmm. i need to get addicted to good things so, like every morning i have to i meditate mm-hmm. then i do yoga and then i journal and then i work out and then i'm like all right now i can do whatever i want to do i don't do. do enough of that and he like tries to like make sure that I do that like Mm -hmm. that's a good voice in my head you know what I mean but I'm not good about making myself do that I know I should do it I like sort of talk about it yeah and then like I don't make time for myself yeah so and I don't know if that's like being like a workaholic that was just being (laughs) like (laughs) you know like addicted to like your craft you know what I mean not addicted to crack you need to be addicted to your craft get that on a bumper sticker I'm not addicted to crack I'm addicted to my craft (laughs) I don't know do you feel that way? I do. And it's so funny when I tell friends that, that like I need to get addicted to good things. They're like, mm. you shouldn't use that word. You shouldn't use that word addicted because it has like negative connotations. And I think that's so dumb because words you can shouldn't take... have that moral meaning on like, uh, no, you know, that you hold on you. Power over you. You're, like you got some insecurity. Yeah. Well, that's why I hate. Uh, I hate people who are like, Free speech, you can say whatever you want, which is true, but, like, hate speech is in the law. Mm-hmm. Like, hate yeah. speech is part of free speech, and that's what people who, like, yell free speech always don't understand, is, like, no, like, you can get in trouble for what you say if it's hateful, and I think that's, that is a good policy, and I think that's, like, why free speech, I agree with it in the way that we have it, because we have laws mm-hmm. against it. But that's not even what we were talking about. <laughs> we were talking about addicted and you how you can be. Up. <laughs> I bucked up. I, <laughs> but no, like I do think you can get addicted to good things. Yeah. Like we all get addicted to things, whether it be coffee, whether it be if we like reading. Like if mm-hmm. we start reading, then you're just going to be like, oh, I'm going to keep reading more. Mm-hmm. Or if you start like 
This might just be me because I have like an addictive personality. But like if I go to McDonald's, I'm going to be like, I want to go to McDonald's again in a couple days. And it's like kind of then becomes a habit. So if you beca- get good habits, then you can kind of break the bad ones. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm saying this only 90 days into really like trying to be good in habits. But it's true. It's like mm-hmm. you can build up that tolerance. But I mean, you can create any any habit, good or bad, in like, what is it, 21 days or something like that. Yeah. It's like a some kind of fact. Some kind of fact. Some kind of fact. You know those facts. You know? <laughs> so how do you... I'm going to change pivot basketball term for all the sports fans listening. <laughs> pivot on over to how do you guys like manage in COVID being together, working together, like a, 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 a combined being mm-hmm. life? Oh, how do I not choke this bitch? <laughs> yeah. How are felonies not happening in this podcast studio? Uh, honestly, because I, I'm very uncompromising in terms of uh, when I'm in a relationship. You, like it's it's got to be honesty, communication, and uh, and 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 I don't accept anything that isn't logical. Like if something is like an emotional reaction to something on either side, it's like no. If you if you want me to be on your side, you have to give me a logical explanation and reason why. And I don't know, it works pretty good. <laughs> I mean, and some people take that super offensively mm-hmm. for some reason, and like like listen to the sentence. You know what I mean? I was raised to like if you have a problem. Don't come to me if it's not logical. That's the way that I was raised. Like, I don't know how anybody else was raised. Mm -hmm. That's their problem. But I wasn't allowed to have a problem if it wasn't logical. Yeah. You know, like, I I can't act on my emotions. Like, that that takes control over you. It really does. You know, and then you react. And then within that reaction, bad things happen. And, like, I say this knowing who I'm dating and knowing that people love to comment on the things that they think are very reactionary. (laughs) And you can speak for yourself in that regard. I don't need to talk for you. I just want to interject just about that emotion thing is I do that so much. Mm -hmm. I react. I mean, I've been trying. That's why I meditate. That's why I do all this stuff is I try Mm -hmm. to get better, but I try not to. Oh, there's people yelling outside. This is so fun. Oh I, I love hearing like people oh argue in public. Wow. I can't repeat what was being said because it was um, I don't think the audio colorful language that yeah. I am not allowed to say. But yeah, there were people yelling. And the outside. window's closed. That's the that's the interesting. That's a, we should get them in here. Oh God. We should. In, all right. So Irish is gone. I want to ask you. <laughs> not, what is okay. your? It was one of my actually one of my questions, and I want like what is your favorite thing about him? And I'm gonna ask him the same thing about you. Um, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm uh, asking the hard hitting questions, and trust me, I'm just doing this so I can give you time to think. <laughs> no, I mean, just an angry man on a phone. <laughs> I was on a phone call. Yeah, he wanted us all joining his phone call. I guess. Powerful, hilarious. I don't know. I, I just asked her, and I'm going to ask you the same question. 
And this is unfair because now he's going to have a lot of time to think. I but know. you've had a good amount of time to think since I originally asked you the question. Mm-hmm. I asked, what is her favorite thing about you? Mm-hmm. Um, no. My you, honesty? She. she <laughs> I, I didn't answer yet. <laughs> she didn't answer. But oh. I mean, that's... that's it, the answer changed the second you walked in the room. I'm just No, it didn't, it didn't. I mean, that's part of it. But, like, we've all, we have very good communication, mm-hmm. you know? And... Um, I have a lot of anxiety, and he's very good about managing that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't know. It's like not. It's just, I don't know. That's probably. <laughs> I can. There's like a lot of things. You want me to think one thing? Yeah, you can just just pick a <laughs> random thing. You, I'll even give you a pen, and you can write it. I out know it's that. a long list of things. I'm very likable. His hair. <laughs> His glasses. I'm just naming things I can see right now. I don't know. Like, he people think he doesn't treat me with respect, but he does. Like, we're just always on the same page about things. Like, uh, it's not unreasonable to ask, like, what the reason for a question is. Like, women do that all the time. Yeah, I'm putting on record I ha- don't have Facebook on my phone, so mm-hmm. I don't know much don't that's know. going on. But I do want to say that every time I've been with you, you guys are a great couple, and you do treat each other with respect, and you're very funny with each other. Yeah. Like, I understand the each context each yeah. of what he's, like, saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, we also, like, understand what our value is in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, every, and that's, that's the thing. It's like, you know, I, I mean, I, I, we kind of, like, I don't want to say we base our relationship on this, but, like, I think we, I get a lot of my principles personally from, like, Patrice O'Neill, and I think she gets a lot of hers from Bond to Carlos, which is, so, like... You yeah. brought I the mean, book in. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I mean, I kind of turned you on to Vaughn, like, once we started dating, and it just kind of, like, everything clicked for Can you. Can you not get sexual yeah. on the show, please? Oh, sorry. No, no. Is my boner <laughs> Not stuck? in that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This, I don't even remember what it was, but this bitch was saying something the other day, and, like, after you were done, I was like, oh, my God, my dick is so hard right now. <laughs> and, it, and it actually wasn't even anything sexual. It was just something you were doing or saying to someone. You were just, like... I feel like you were being such a cunt to someone, but in such a righteous way. And I was just sitting here like, oh, my God, that's so hot right now. That was rule three. And now she can't show the show to her mom. I know. I said it. That's not <laughs> Her fair. mom is not allowed to watch the show now. Oh, okay. I really hope most people have given up on this so far. No, it's actually so funny. Uh, I'm going to talk about this in the podcast because I want to. Uh, this is going to be my marketing technique. Is you only have to listen to this for 30 seconds. Yeah. Pick the pick random thirty seconds. You're not mm-hmm. gonna like any of us in it, but yeah. I'll still get the view. Yeah. I don't really care. Like I'm not talking about that view because we should get those women on. This is okay. So if I'm gonna boil it down, if I wanna do something, like you've always been very encouraging. You know what I mean? If I wanted to like continue to paint or something like that, whatever, like you bought me an easel so I can paint easier, like during COVID. You know what I mean? Because I don't have a space for it right now. Like that type of shit. That's cute. Like, you know, like 
I don't know. You're fucking thoughtful. Like what? I don't yeah. know. Like, oh, see, she's getting flustered. It's and annoying. That's how I know. I hate that, that I have surreal. to. I hate that I have to justify no, it. Dude, you know, your reaction is the right answer. It's you just should get not angry. fair. You should get passionate. Why about should I it? have to like justify? Like, got the oh, why right. are you? Why are you dating him? I didn't say that. I know, but a lot of people wonder. It's like no, it's really annoying. Why, it, I think that is. That's why when I see you guys, you're great together. And and you are very respectful of each other. And that's why, do you have like one, th- I'll, I'll ask a nicer question to you. <laughs> and this isn't sexist. I just feel upset that she got so upset. I'm not I'm upset. Trying, it's I'm just trying like... to smooth it. I have an orange and a glass of water. What Which will make you better? I'm not very I'm good okay. at it. okay. It's fine. Nur- I'm not a nurturing good person. Uh, no, what is one thing that you appreciate, appreciate about her? And I... I'm going to give you an answer before <laughs> you can pick this one. Is because when you bought her that art, the, the art easel and yeah. the supplies, that shows that you care about her passions, and that's something that's probably like number one key and really important. Honestly, I've, it, in past relationships, like I haven't had that type of support before, so yeah. it's nice to see that that exists in real life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, I guess I would say the loyalty. She's a ride or die bitch for sure. Yes. Yeah. Even that, that's when you're together, you're you're a team. Even mm-hmm. I don't see you guys argue that much. I haven't been that, but it's like a team. Oh, even no, we argue I all see, the I time. know, but when I, even the, the little time. even the little bits <laughs> I see, I see it as He knows that, how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> he always knows how I feel. You should get off. You, know when you're you should get off Facebook for like a month and see how your hair is going to be short. It's <laughs> going to be thick and blonde. You're going to become a different person. Oh my god! I, I I don't know why I just described myself. <laughs> I'm just going to morph into you. You're just going to morph into me. Yeah, exactly. But um, so that was all the grilling I'll give you for right now about that. But with business, so you were building the podcast before you guys met. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been I've been doing podcast stuff for yes. about like two and a half, maybe three ish years at this point. And that's a passion. Like that's mm-hmm. a passion. I can see it. I know we can't show a camera around this room. And also, I feel like you'd be embarrassed because there's an ass assassin's ass 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 ends. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Revelations poster, which you're an interior designer. There's a reason that's no longer in your field of work <laughs> if you kept that poster here. <laughs> is it not my poster? No, but it is a very beautiful studio, and you did set up some great things, and it shows your passion in it because it's not like you put you funded this yourself. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it was mostly motivated from like. I, I mean, it was, I've always loved comedy and stuff, and uh, I was like, I have a lot of like funny like ridiculous conversations with my friends and I was like I I'm gonna have these conversations regardless if I record them or not so I was like why not record them mm-hmm. that's basically what started it and mm-hmm. then I mean I've, I've been doing like audio and audio production for like 10 years so it was like yeah. it, was, it was essentially already stuff I knew like I mean setting up a microphone is fucking nothing but yeah um yeah I don't know it just kind of it 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 I, I find you push on a lot of doors in life and like not all of them open. Like, I don't know. I tried to do the music thing for like 10 years. I mean, we opened for some like cool bands and stuff and like, I'm still making music and working with my band and stuff. But I mean, I did the like 10 years of that versus the like three ish years of like podcasting. Like, mm-hmm. wow. The podcasting stuff like 
like really popping off. So it's just kind of like I just put inherently put more energy into that. I mean, like podcasting, like listening to podcasts kind of like changed my perspective mm. on so many things. Like, And f- you've grown exponentially oh in the God. short amount of time that you've been in. Dude, the same month that I started my previous job that I was at, like maybe three plus years at, um, which was probably the best um, interior design job that I've had and I've had many. Um, I same month that I started that job, I started therapy and I started listening to guys we fucked mm. and like the combination of those things <laughs> yeah. was in impeccable. It's, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, like it, it just like hearing other people's perspectives that I've never heard before. Cause at growing up, I was very sheltered and I was an only child and like, mm-hmm. Um, my parents uh, come from immigrant backgrounds and like there are certain things that like you're just not exposed to like in your immediate circle and if you go to school and college like around like where you grew up like that's just what's gonna happen you know what I mean I like to think that I'm well traveled but like that helps me like get exposed in like other ways you know what I mean so I don't know well that's kind of I got I'm not into the technical side of podcasting and i'm really excited that i'm being able to host one now Mm -hmm. and i I thank you guys for that opportunity but i um i got into podcasting when i was a junior in high school i got in a really bad hockey accident oh shit oh damn yeah like a real real bad concussion i had to take two months off from the last two months of school off i had to Mm -hmm. lay in my dark room all day i could go outside barely I couldn't listen to any music. I couldn't like oh, look at any screens. I couldn't uh, be in the light. Um, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't listen to music and I loved music. So I was like, what am I going to do? And I had a neighbor who was like, oh, you should try podcasts. Like this is when they first were starting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay. And I started listening to podcasts all day, every day. What was day. the first podcast? Uh, Mark Marin, I listened to. I yes. loved the Todd Glass show. Uh-huh. Um, Joe Rogan experience, um, comedy bang bang. I really liked um, at that time uh, the Paul F. Tompkins show. I think it was called. I just loved all of it, and I fell in love with that and stand up. And that's mm-hmm. kind of if we fast forward time, how we got to here. Wow, cool. And that's kind of how I got into uh, podcasting. But you were always an audio engineer, and mm-hmm. then you kind of got into podcasting. You've gotten very successful with it. How I see it in myself, like how I believe in myself with comedy is I feel like I'm on a train track and I can feel the train 15 miles ahead, Mm. even though I don't see it. I just feel like if I stand there or wait or, you know, not stand there, but move forward, it's going to come and I can feel it. Is that kind of how you felt when you got into podcasting? Like you're like, oh, this is something I can be successful in. Yeah, I mean, I just I saw how much... um like, I, I get to, I, I just really enjoyed listening to podcasts and I saw how much it was popping off and more and more people, especially someone like Joe Rogan, where it's just mm-hmm. like, man, like you don't, I don't want to say you don't need to like watch the news, but like watching the news is always just kind of like pointless to me because no matter, it, it's just, there's always going to be a spin or a perspective on it, like other than just like, hey, here's just the unbiased truth of what's going on. And so I found that like these long, longer form conversations, you can kind of get more in depth. So I was like, I just kind of see, and, and TV just kind of feel like radio's already basically dead. Mm-hmm. Like TV feels like it's starting to like switch over, like Netflix and stuff like that. So it's just like 
this seemed like a smarter avenue. And then like once I just started investing like even a little bit of time into it, like it just it started becoming more and more mm-hmm. fruitful. And then and then I just started branching out, noticing like, hey, other people in the area probably want a podcast. They probably don't want to pay like out the ass for like a crazy like studio, but like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially when you're first starting, you know. Mm-hmm. And like if you don't know what you're doing or anything, you know, you want someone with experience. So yeah, how did your <clears throat> journey start into podcasting? Kind of like not how did you guys meet, but how did you start getting into the business side of it? Well, I guess when I started, um, when they asked me to be the third host on Kings. Shout out Kings. Shout Great out podcast. To Kings. Shout out to Charismatic. Um Shout out Charismatic. And uh and shout Love out you, PJ. Shout out to Kirby <laughs> for leaving a spot for me. <laughs> um but uh, we we're, we're kind of just like, well, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this. Like how can we like make this sort of mm-hmm. as profitable as possible for all of us? Um and so that we can like talk to as many people as possible. So I'm just like, what's the game plan? Like, I can't go into anything without, like, a plan. Yeah. Um, not a very spontaneous, like, person in, the, in that way. Like, in other ways in my life, for sure. But not when it comes to, like, all right, I'm getting into a new project. So, I mean, when I brought that up, that's kind of when we started talking about, like, bringing other people on and, like, yeah. having producers and stuff. But. Well, it just made sense because, I mean, at the time, you know, it was really like only just running Kings and STC here, I think. Um, and I was just like, eh, I'm like, eh, I might as well like try and like start bringing in more people because I just I just inherently when I started like dabbling in like the open mic stuff, I was like, you know, there's a lot of these people that probably want to do podcasts. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like, why, why not? Yeah. And that's a it's a great thing. And you're kind of starting up. It is funny, though. <clears throat> The Boston comedy scene is a lot like that in the Boston podcast scene, I guess, where it's like you think there's one, but there's not. Mm-hmm. Like the Boston comedy scene is great and I love it and shout it out. But like it's funny when you hear about it in like historical senses. Right. You think it's so much more grandiose. And then when you're in it and you're in the nitty gritty like weeds of it. And I think that's kind of how everything is. It's history makes it bigger and right. better. Yeah. But with podcasting, there isn't really something, mm-hmm. and you're really creating something here, mm-hmm. and you guys both are. So, you worked on it. So you've been in this for what? How many years? Not not that long. Not that long. Literally like couple months. Couple months. Couple like, months. Like, yeah. To no. January. When did you guys have me on December? Something yeah, like probably that. Like since Decemberish. Yeah, December. Just yeah. That well, then right. you guys got lots of success in that short time, and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you is really great how do you feel <laughs> for us <laughs> at least like how do you believe in yourself to get your success do you have a voice like do you have that resistance voice shout out stephen pressfield to war of art yeah i mean i i i hear and feel like the resistance like every day that's like a battle you have like in every aspect you know like I want to play video games, but I got work to do. Like, there's mm-hmm. resistance there. I want to, you know, just Dude, fucking relax. I have imposter syndrome, like, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think our whole generation does, you know? Like, I mean, or at least, like, the generation that Can I'm you in. please not speak for me on my <laughs> podcast? <laughs> I mean, but for real, I mean, for and, and in so many ways, but particularly, like, it depends, I guess, on your upbringing, too, but I for sure, like, all mm-hmm. the time, I'll do something that is perceivably, like, I did a great job, and I'm like, fuck, what could I have done better? Oh, I'm not supposed to swear. I'm so sorry. You can swear. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of... Uh, 
I, I just feel like I've been doing the, the things that I feel like I'm good at. I've been doing it long enough that I just kind of like trust I'm doing it right. Like mm-hmm. at this point, like mm-hmm. I just, you know, I, you trust yourself. Yeah. I you just... feel the train ahead of you before you even see it. You yeah. feel it on the tracks that you're mm-hmm. standing on. That's I don't what know this that's felt a... like for yeah. me. Like, I mean, cause I mean, and it's very evident that that was clearly what I'm supposed to like, at least focus on right now, because mm-hmm. in such a short time, it feels like we've done so much. Yeah. Do know. you guys want to talk about, um, your successes? You guys are very uh, quiet about that, and that's something I know I talked about in the front of the podcast about, but I don't want to pressure you guys, because it is your lives, and you're making moves. No one needs to know the moves, but you make moves, and that's something that um, is very uh, impressive that you don't talk about. So I kind of have... I. I'm writing this dumb journal with the podcast. <laughs> um, I'm never going to put it out, but it's just so I can kind of get my thoughts out of it. And I wrote down what my five pillars to personal success and happiness and what I think they are. Yeah. And I'd say that it was mental health, physical health, relationships, whether that's, um, you know, in boyfriend, girlfriend or family, friendships, career and finances. And then I had a sixth pillar that not everyone feels, which is spirituality, mm-hmm. which I feel, but I don't think that's for everyone, so I didn't want to put that. So I guess with that, do you feel... I want, The th- reason I bring it up... I'm sorry, first time, you gotta... No, this is no, great. Take this it. is perfect. Take the rain, sir. Do you feel a spirituality in your success, or do you feel like it all pays off in your work? Um, I mean, I get the it all pays off in your work, I, but do you have a spirituality? Yeah, I, w- I would say so. I mean, like, I I'm not really much of a like. I don't know that I inherently like believe in a god, but I think I think the closest to describe what my like spiritual beliefs would be is essentially like <laughs> essentially like the force from Star Wars, minus being able to like move shit with your mind and stuff like that, like. <laughs> Like it kind of like on an energy level and stuff like is that. Is that why you connect to Star Wars so much? I don't want to out I think, you. I, think I don't so. want. I don't want to pull you out of the no, closet. No, no, but you have fine. so much Star Wars shit in your room. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a combination of that. Um, I mean, uh, that's why it's like if, if people are gonna be mean to you, just bully you about Star Wars. Why are they bringing other shit in? I mean, it? it's cool. I mean, my my. I, another connection I have to it is my mentor for like music and audio production is this uh, producer in New York, uh, and his nickname is Jedi or Jedi Master, mm-hmm. and like in the community, and he's he's worked with like you know he won a Grammy working with Eric Clapton, he's like Talking Heads sound guy, Chick Corea, like all these like crazy acts, Public Enemy, and um, so like all of his like little underlings were he calls us his bad ones and stuff, and we mm-hmm. all have like code names so to speak, um, which is inherently as I say that out loud. Pretty gay sounding, but um, but, <laughs> but no. you need that because it's structure and structure in your life. Yeah. gives you it's that repetition kind. Of. If you have structure and repetition, well, and it's like like a little like <laughs> I'll, I'll pull the curtain back a little bit. A little, like a little, it sounds culty, but like you know, it's not. <laughs> it's I mean, it, it's like I don't know. I, you don't want to see his full back tattoo dedicated to this cult. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, the I, I don't know the, the <laughs> fuck you people. Uh, the, <laughs> I don't know. The, the, the th- one of the positivity. Like, there was we can't roast. Like right? one, one of the great, the greatest lessons that I I, I do uh, maybe as part of my we were talking about routine earlier. I do this every morning. At Jedi taught me, and it's he's like every day I wake up and I say out loud, uh, "Money comes to me easily," mm. and then it just does. Mm-hmm. What from? He's like, well, you know, if I'm struggling, all of a sudden I'll notice like, oh, some artist paid me finally for like a last two hundred they owed me, mm-hmm. or that he's like my bills 
always manage to get paid. My, I, I never go hungry. I, even if I have like $5 in my account, like something will happen. This is a man who lives in New York. He's got like a, a like an, he's a fucking Grammy winner. And there's sometimes he'll have like $5. But you have to be, like, you have to be like aware of those other, like essentially those pillars that you were talking yeah, about in to order to be in that mindset for someone, <laughs> because like you hear that and people are like, this man's fucking insane. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But like, that's uh, that you have to be in that mindset to believe that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it probably is a little insane, but guess yeah. what? You have to be a little insane if well, you want to be exactly. successful. Exactly. You have to do Absolutely. whatever Absolutely. I works 100% for you. agree with you. Yeah, so do you want to talk about your spirituality? Because I do believe that sure. you have to believe in whatever works for you. I, mm-hmm. I know I just said that, um, but mine. it's true. I say it, ag- I repeat myself because it's, okay. it's important. Um, I mean, I, I grew up um, like going to church and stuff, mm-hmm. but. It, as I got older, I found that that wasn't something that I as closely identified with, like, uh, in the same way that, like, maybe my family does. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But I do feel, like, some kind of spirituality that, like, there is, like, a greater force, if you want to call it that, or a greater something. Um, but because there are coincidences, and then there are things where, like, Oh my God, this person, I know what this person came into my life for, and I know what that other person came into my life for, and like you can see like the perspective. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, totally. It's, it's funny when you realize how insignificant the meetings of people who are so important to you are. Like mm-hmm. you'll run into people in the weirdest ways, and yeah. if you really think about it, you're like, whoa, what? Yeah. But then you realize, there is like almost like a connection. Like there's synapses in the world that bring those people together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like there yeah. has to be. There we're all getting like. <laughs> I know we're getting very foo-foo on deep. this. Do you guys do anything? You guys are both uh, fit looking people. <laughs> do you do anything for physical health? Um, I try. So, I mean, I, I try. I can't pretend that I've been like good at all about it during the quarantine mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, I mean, I have like 10 pound dumbbells in there that I'll do that. I'll do push ups and so, just like real basic shit uh, just to kind of like stay fit. But yeah, um, just try to keep a balance of all things. Honestly, it's just good genes. I think, I think the Native American yeah. genes in me keep me skinny. Thank God. Because <laughs> if you if you saw the rest of my family. What's the brand? I'll buy a pair. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> You fucked up. We, yeah, you yeah. fucked up. That needs to be a drop, by the way. Um, I don't know why I heard it in Tom Segura doing his black voice. You don't fucked up! <laughs> I'm not trying to get canceled on my first episode. <laughs> well, you should we, have thought about this booking better. Listen, <laughs> we've all already done the thing that's going to get you canceled. I mean, oh, 100%. You know I'll actually mean? tell a personal story. <laughs> I, I will tell a personal story that I'm really scared about being canceled, but I... I'll talk about. So in fourth grade, we had this thing called the Living Wax Museum where you had to dress up from a famous person in history. Mm-hmm. And I um, already know where this is going. And uh, um. the, I was told growing up, later found out that it's not true because a lot of Southerners are told this, but that I was related to Robert E. Lee. My grandfather was named yeah, after they, they Robert tell, they E. Lee. They tell a lot of Southerners. They tell a lot of Southerners that. Well, my great-grandpappy's grandpappy was related exactly. to great Robert 
So there's a picture about me. I didn't want to dress like this. This was my <laughs> this was my family's choice. There's a picture about me oh in fourth God. grade dressed oh as Robert E. Lee in a Confederate outfit. Oh, okay, never mind. That's way. I thought I I swear to God, I thought you were gonna tell us a black a blackface. Story. Oh no, I'm not oh, that yeah, dumb. I'm not that dumb. That too. I was like, I was like, no, oh. but I, there is a picture of me dressed up as Robert E. Lee in fourth nice. grade. Wow, that's insane. Okay, do you want to talk about your physical health? <laughs> I mean, like, uh, I would say that I need to be better about this, but I really try in the past, like, I don't know, at least four or five years to be good about doing yoga. Um, th- it's amazing. Yeah. But I think, like, the thing that I, if I could, if I had the, if I made the time, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm bad about it, but if I made the time and if I had, like, the commitment to do so, to go back into boxing, I would. Because mm. that was when I was at my like peak physical health. Yeah, I think that's. I, I love those excuses that you're I giving. know it. It's so. And <laughs> well, yeah, this is why I have a self help podcast. It's an excuse, absolutely. But like, th- <laughs> what I are you gonna do during quarantine, especially though? I like, can't, I can't like undo it. Oh, to- you know? well, that's yeah. why I For deleted Facebook and Instagram off my phone is because I realized yeah. like it takes a lot for me to dedicate. 20 minutes to yoga a day, 15 yeah. minutes to meditation. Like, for me to do that every morning, Unhindered. I'm like, I don't want to do it. But yeah. I do it every day. And then I think that's 35 minutes. Like, yeah. I could waste 35 minutes on Instagram easily. Yeah. Easily. And then it's like, but I don't think about the time I put into that. So mm-hmm. it really, it for becomes, me, is like a changing of your time. Yeah, and it becomes harder when like your job switches towards like being on social media often. Actually, I mean? that's funny because when I, 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 well, I guess you're running your own social media, mm-hmm. but you're also running other social uh, media. <laughs> when I ran other social medias for um, business uh, businesses, I um, I didn't go on mine that much. It mm. was kind of like, I was like, I don't really care about myself. Yeah. Well, because it was like work for you at that point. Exactly. It's like, mm-hmm. ugh, you don't want to take work home. Got it. Exactly. Well, at the, at, there was a point in my life where I was like constantly checking it and for not good reasons. And I physically took like the apps and put them on the very last page. Mm. You know what I mean? So I wasn't tempted once I picked up my phone and saw that it was right there if there was a notification. like You do it so easily, like your finger yeah. and your mind I had to train it. myself to not do that. Like, if I felt the need to swipe them, did like, you just uh-uh. see someone litter or something? What was that stare? What do you mean? I was just looking at her. Oh. It was a roast. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> About your Native American. I, I knew what you were getting at, you fuck. <laughs> you like stared off into the distance for a oh second. I was like, so, yeah, someone, someone just, <laughs> one little fucking native tear just rolls down. What is it? Someone oh. littered on my land. <laughs> White man, come and litter on land. Oh my god. Um, yeah. No, but it is. It's all like it stinks. I hate using time against it because mm-hmm. you want to just kind of go with time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel? Do you? So you do that Jedi, the money thing. Do you do any? Do you have like a a structure in place that you do for something? Not like, like that, but yeah. Thing. I mean, I've been going to therapy for like four years. Um, that completely changed my entire life. Do you journal at all? Um, I should journal more. Writing 30 minutes a day about how much you suck is really therapeutic. <laughs> it's great because then you're done and you're like, got it all out. That sounds actually amazing. <laughs> I mean, at the time, like when I started comedy, I was not in like a good mental place. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my jokes were like, 
very evident of that. So a lot of my initial like joke writing, quote unquote, or like notes that I had for myself were not happy things. So it's like it's interesting to see like if you go back from like the beginning of time, like the evolution of like mm-hmm. just the type of notes <laughs> that you that you take in that context too. Yeah. Do you uh, this is to do you feel a passion in comedy like you do in podcasting? Hmm. Hard hitting questions on bucked up. I think he has a you done you done bucked up. I mean, I've only been trying to do stand up. I, I mean, I stopped the timer to start a quarantine for like seven months, so it's still like pretty new for me. Like, you know, I haven't been booked yet. I'm like, I'm really just like going to open mic, so. Like I, I can't really say that like stand up has like d- gotten to a place where it's where I, I, I don't know if like maybe I'm not I, I definitely could could I go go out more probably definitely everyone mm-hmm. could but I don't know like I, it's it's one of those like pushing on the door things and it's like I feel like with that it's kind of like it's slightly nudging like the door it's not locked it was kind of like maybe there's a fucking bookshelf leaning up against mm-hmm. it a little bit but like with podcasting it's just like you know knock on wood I haven't hit like really any resistance like mm-hmm. at all yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really love podcasting, but I think I also really just love hosting in general yeah. or like producing and curating like it's experiences fun together. Yeah. yeah. And so like I like the comedy aspect because then you can produce live shows or like mm-hmm. you can have well, I mean, maybe, who knows now at, in this climate, but it seems like the people are trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? Like there's still like a, a niche there. And I think that's why I kind of like them in the same light because of that. Mm-hmm. This one's a different medium. Switching, pivoting again for those sports fans that were getting <laughs> bored with that conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is a sports podcast. <laughs> <laughs> sports self-help podcast. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. No, um, I, in this journal, I wrote questions I wanted to ask you because I thought that would be fun and dumb. But uh, I, this is another one that I feel like you're going to get flustered on. So I think it's going to be fun to ask you. Because okay. it's such a simple question, but I just want you to freak out again. <laughs> okay. What is your best memory together? I, this, I feel like I pulled these out of like a, like a get-to-know-you card, <laughs> like a hmm. icebreaker game. No, but is it uh, I the reason I'm asking that is mm-hmm. is it a business memory or is it like a like how oh, do you it's a personal memory. It's a personal. Well, I think that's good cuz yeah. that shows why you work well together in a business sense. Yeah. It doesn't come first. Mm-hmm. I mean, not always. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes business has to come first. Like yeah. I mean, uh, I think a lot of the times uh, people observe our relationship in a business setting, and and but they forget that we're hey, in a business a sel- setting. This is a self help podcast, yeah. so I'm gonna give you a little bit of self help. Don't speak for other people; speak for yourself. I know. Well, I'm no. I'm just providing context. I mean, I think and, we're, we're really good about separating like business and our personal lives. Oh, right, mean, and that's something I've always been pretty good at. Like even when I was working at that summer camp, like I, I was dating a chick there for like two years. Um, and I remember like the second year, my, the director of the camp, like pulled, we were, she like pulled me aside one day and she's like, Hey, like, did something happen with you and so-and-so? And I was like, no. And she's like, really? She's like, you guys don't really like interact much or anything. And I go, yeah. Cause you're not paying me to date her. You're paying me yeah. to be a camp counselor. And, and, yeah. she, and, and it's like, that's, that's the thing. It's like when I'm working, like I might as well like be asexual, like, not, like when I'm yeah. working and money and all that kind of stuff, like 
pussy is the farthest thing well, like, from my mind. There, there have been a number of times, if, like, if we're producing something and, like, you snap at me for whatever reason, like, people think, like, oh, he's just yelling at his girlfriend. Oh, but he must scream at her in a, yeah, in a relationship. Yeah, but if like, you no. listen to any podcast, like, if the host needs something right away and the producer's fucking bucking up, you know what I mean? Like, th- they're getting yelled at live. Like, I like that's how the way you it think is. you can't swear, but I yelled <laughs> the F word, like, 20 yeah. times during yeah. the intro. <laughs> and the N word. We had to clip that out, but, man. I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding, everyone. <laughs> Irish is trying to bring the positivity down. My God. Wait, everybody wait. love everybody! <laughs> sorry. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> the only two Not quick one. enough. <laughs> Not See? quick enough. You know what? Everybody on. love everybody! <laughs> Your comments are very negative. I actually... So I, I do journal, mm-hmm. and I was reading some of these quotes that I took from my journal to you. Mm-hmm. And this is why I think it's funny because this is it is a self help podcast from someone who doesn't know what they're doing, <laughs> and I think this shows because everything I wrote sincerely in my journal could be a shitty Instagram post, <laughs> like from someone that you'd see and you'd be like, "God, I have to. Un- why am I following this account? Like, That's I haven't awesome. spoken to this girl in seven years. We were in the same class in middle school. Why oh am I following God. on Instagram? Why is she posting inspirational stuff?" <laughs> She doesn't care. Like, she is a cat, and she always writes about Big Bang Theory. Do I really <laughs> want to hear about her inspirational quotes? And that's... The, Did that shit hit the different prof- or something? The profoundness. So here are some of Sam's quotes that I wrote sincerely from my journal. <laughs> it's fun to push yourself and see the new heights you make. What? what would be the image for that poster? Uh, <laughs> it would all be me. I, I just see myself doing the things, and I don't think anyone would buy it. Just like me <laughs> holding on to like a rock, like climbing. This is your first merch item, by yes. the way. Sam inspirational posters. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I'm glad we're recording this. <laughs> uh, guys, I'm really embarrassed reading this one. I want every everyone listening to know that I'm very embarrassed. <laughs> Success is a lot like love. You only receive it when you feel it within yourself. Guys, I wrote these sincerely. Mm-hmm. To be fair, it's very early that in the morning sense. when I do my journaling. To but quote RuPaul, if you, if you don't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody? Mm-hmm. Can I get an amen? amen? That's a good one. I watched amen. RuPaul's masterclass and it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read one more and I want you guys to think about this while I read this. Okay. What's something that like you think about late at night that you're embarrassed that you did in your past? Oh, God. God work. All right, let me read this third quote. I got to pick a good one. No, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not going to say that one. Okay. You have to try. Uh, no, that's actually a good one. I need to find a, a sad one. Mm. If you follow the right winds, they will lead you to your destination. I feel like these are fortune. Co- I should, I should quit podcasting <laughs> on the first episode. <laughs> And go right for fortune cookies. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bucked up exclusive. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. I should make fortune cookie merchandise. <laughs> yes. With my quotes from with my journal. With that Buddha that you drew? Yeah, with the Buddha that I drew. All from right. earlier? We yeah, won't talk about it. It's like Fight Club. Exactly. Nice. <sighs> All right. Let's hear those embarrassing stories from your younger years. I call going second. Hmm. 
I've, I've got... No, 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 no. You're going first 100% I know, now. I'm still thinking. Okay, damn it. That's why. Guys, this is a podcast. You gotta... I thought you were the professionals in this. I know. There well, gotta be no... I'm usually not trying to expose myself Do like you want that. me to sing a song while you think? Can you give me a category? And I'll, I'm sure I got one for any category. Middle school, at school, something embarrassing. Okay. I'll sing a song. Oh, am I going to get pulled? Shot through the heart. I don't want to get pulled off YouTube. <laughs> no, you'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely won't recognize it. Oh, I don't know. I, that's why. The, that's the uh, first song I thought of. I, I don't know why. <laughs> it's not a good one. I can think of a better one, but I have a backup if you, uh, after you. It can be elementary school, too. Okay. <laughs> this is so stupid. This is... I'm not giving mine. I hope oh. you know that. I already, you told, have to I give already one. talked about Robert E. Lee. Okay, yeah, that's true. Okay. This is great. This is great podcasting, just the sound of it. <laughs> Let's go, bitch. Tell it. I thought you were going first. Rock, I didn't know rock, those. Paper, scissors. I'll go though. first. He, he was dictating you go first. Um, let's see. Okay. Could you one. not say that type of word on my show? Which one? The D word. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, let's see. This was, I think I had to be in middle school. Um, I used to play, um, Little League Baseball. Did you have the same hair? Uh, <laughs> I, oh, wait, actually, let's see. Uh, because I, I started growing my hair. I started growing it longer in, like, sixth or seventh grade. So I was, I think I, I maybe like was down to here, maybe. I can't remember exactly. I was I was on the journey to long hair. He looks like a Texas Astros player. <laughs> Baseball reference. Yeah. This is a sports podcast. And uh, <laughs> see, this story is funny to me because it's like I, I'm mortified and embarrassed of this story, but like I actually got away with completely what I'm about to tell you, and somehow no one noticed this. And to this day, I still don't understand. Until how. this podcast goes Oh, I've, I've told this story before. I've told this story before. Um, I was on, I got, I, I had, uh, I managed to get on to second base and I'm just on second base. And, um, it was just the law, you know, when you have those baseball innings that just never fucking end, <laughs> like people just keep fucking like foul balling. Like it just, it, the, it just went on for as long as it, it had to be at least like a 30 minute inning. Yeah. It was absurd. And so I'm just out there on second base and I had to piss really bad. Oh no. Um, and you know, I, I, I don't like, you know, I'm a lot of me playing sports at that age was just my parents like have making me like stay active and stuff. Like, I don't really give a shit about baseball. Like, I was pretty decent at it, but I just like, I don't yeah. know, fuck. Um, the only sport I really enjoyed playing was basketball. Uh, but <laughs> I'm on second base and I'm just like, God, I'm just, I'm sitting there for a while. And at a certain point, I'm like, I gotta fucking piss. I'm like, oh, there's, no. there's no way around it. And, I, I think I must have just been, maybe I was just, uh, I had pee on, on the mind that I like didn't think to like, oh yeah, I could probably just like call time out and like have someone come like pinch run for me. So I remember that like I, I just began, uh, I, I was getting like real low, like I was going to steal the bases kind of thing. But I, did, I, was, I was like, I just, I, I basically like squatted low enough that I just was like, fuck it. And I just pissed my pants <laughs> on second base. No one like I don't know if it's the angle, the way I tilted that I managed to just get it to just run like just down my leg and go right into the sand, and I was able to like brush it up. How did it not get on your pants? Uh, 
I, it, it did a, it did a little bit, but no one, it's, everyone was so focused in on the game they just didn't notice. <laughs> I finally like someone hit the ball. I hit home plate. I what hit. pedophiles are so <laughs> interested in a little league game that they <laughs> don't notice a kid pissing himself? On wow. So, so what I what I did I, I I run through. I hit home plate, <laughs> and I just keep running out of the field. I run over to the bathrooms. And I'm like, fuck, fuck, what am I gonna do? So I, I, I get paper towels and I like wipe, wipe, wipe myself base. clean. So then I just start like splashing water all over my pants. I'm like, let me get all the pants. So like, I'll get them soaked all the way through, all the way around. I just be- see you twirling around like a ballerina. <laughs> so, so basically, I take the pants off. I get them all soaked. I <laughs> no, ring, I, ring I don't them know out. why I imagined you keeping the pants on, not <laughs> taking them off and putting them in the I'm water. Just, splash just, it just off. you splashing and turning around. How old were you? <laughs> Whatever. I hope not matter. sixth grade. It's probably like sixth grade, honestly. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> 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 and uh and so the then I put, I put them back on and then I'm, I'm, i walk back and then I, I was like getting close i think it was my i think it's my mom fucking asshole she was like <laughs> she was like what's wrong with you she's like what's wrong with your pants and, it, <laughs> and like one of those things where i'm like mom and in my mind i'm like shut the fuck up <laughs> but but i'm just like i'm like oh it's like the sink in there the sprayer's like i turned it on it fucking splashed up and got all over my pants and i was like ah oh. and she's like ah oh. and everyone bought it and i was like whoo and just I mean, hey, maybe they didn't buy it and they were just being nice, but I it was that was wow. That, like that was it. <laughs> I was thinking during this, how does that relate to self help? But you definitely have some guide looking after you. I, that all those people didn't <laughs> question it or anything. That they were just like, "Yep, my my friend, all my you friends, have someone <laughs> looking after you." My friends have always joked that I'm like, uh, quote unquote, chosen by the gods because I just like I I have just a history of like lucky like. Like I shouldn't have gotten Dude, away with it. Dude, you're just Irish. Luck of the Irish. It must be the luck of That's the Irish. That's it. Like, chill out with the gods. You know? Chill out with you're the ups- gods. You're upsetting you the know, gods. You know? You're upsetting the gods. They told me. Who's to gonna get it. smited first? It'll be me. <laughs> I'll be, uh, you know right, what? I'm see. being too negative. You did. Everybody love everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your embarrassing story? Yeah, you didn't let's, get it. Let's go. Okay, fine. It. It's actually, it's so stupid. That's why I was trying to think of a better one. Um, but I specifically remember being in middle school learning about, like, what genetics were. And, like, our teacher passed out, like, a list of things. And you had to check if you had them. Like, mm-hmm. like just, like, qualities. Like, you know, like, your, um, the one specifically that stuck out in my mind that I was embarrassed about was that I had like hair on my knuckles, but it was just like a, that's normal. Like, you know, but kids are dumb. Hairy knuckled bitch. Yeah. Kids are dumb and society's dumb and like women aren't supposed to have like hair on their knuckles, but like I'm Armenian, you know what I mean? So, and so was half of my middle school. So uh, nothing that no one would be surprised at, but then she made you raise your hand. That hairy And hand. she went through each I'm fucking sorry, thing. And I was like, dog, do I lie? <laughs> or do I stay truthful? <laughs> and I raised my hand. But I was embarrassed, but I raised my hand still. And you said it? I think about it sometimes. Like, And I said it, yeah. And I still That's think about awesome. that. <laughs> See, you're standing up for yourself. You learn things from these stories. But that I spoke my truth, though. You spoke. And guess what? No truth. one cared. So I was, I was a camp counselor, 
And I used to love wearing sandals because I don't like getting, I used to not like getting sneaker tans, but I have like the weird little toes where it's like not that much of a nail. You know what I'm talking about? Any, yeah. So like, whatever. It's like, you can hear how upset I'm still about it. I should quit this podcast. I shouldn't be hosting a self-help. How often I'm do you leaving. journal about your toes? I'm leaving. <laughs> No, but I was wearing sandals one day, and one of the girls at the camp was like, what's wrong with your little toe? <laughs> and I would never wore sandals again at that camp, and I think about it sometimes. And I still think about it, and I don't know why I'm so upset about it, because that little girl OD'd on heroin. I, I'm just uh-huh. kidding. I don't know. Oh I don't know what happened to her, but it's on Cape Cod, so probably. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'll tell I'll tell you an even embarrassing story oh, that, no. that that just reminded me of. I remember uh, another middle school story. This was fifth grade. Middle school was <laughs> middle school was uh, was a great time for me, and it also a source of a great embarrassing times for me as well. Like I have an equal amount of hilarious stories from that and the shitty ones. And I remember there was this chick that I liked. And uh, I remember I went up and asked her out. All these chicks. Is there ever a dude that you like? No. <laughs> I don't know. N- me. I thought it was going to be funny <laughs> to say, but it wasn't. We'll edit it out. The, we uh, edit a lot. And low-key, I, I think this was actually the funniest roast I've ever had in my entire life. Um, but <laughs> I... I, I <laughs> I was, I was like, you know, I was like the fifth grade me. I was like, hey, like so and so, I really like you. Like, do you want to be my girlfriend? And the reason that he said no, <laughs> I can't believe I forgot this story, was because she goes, um, well, uh, I, I was, I asked my friends about you, and they all told me that you were gay. So <laughs> no, and I was like, and I remember in my brain I was going, okay, but you're a woman, and I'm asking. You, <laughs> What? But it was just, <laughs> just the inherent juvenile nature of like... And that was the like, moment you were like, women are goofy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. That's why I hate women. It's because one called me gay in fifth grade. There you go, That's guys. It. That's the, Hear that, that was Boston the one. Boston Comedians part two. There you go. Yeah. I have not it. been on that. I told you, I've deleted mm-hmm. it off my phone and it's crazy how much time I wasted on Hey, I, d- I just jump in there to give them content. I know they're all bored and they want to get out to open mics. Positivity. Stuff. Play the clip. Everybody love everybody. I I everybody have another embarrassing story. If that other one wasn't yeah. good enough, but it's about my childhood keep at it, camp. Keep it going. Okay, so uh, this actually like directly relates to comedy. It's the first time I've actually thought about it in this context, but I do also think about this moment a lot. <laughs> um, th- th- I was in a cabin of all girls that were like already had known each other for the past couple of summers. So they had their own inside jokes. Mm -hmm. So anytime they would like joke about something and I'd go to like riff with them, (laughs) they were like, no, that's not funny. Like some bullshit. And I was like, dang, that's embarrassing. Every time I'm bombing like out here all summer, I'm just bombing over and over. (laughs) Dude, like all I remember all of middle school, I was bombing like. In my friend group, I was like the bomber. Like, yeah. like the amount of t- like they, they, they I would wasn't literally, in any other friend group. Ma- just that the one. The amount of times my friends would turn at me and I'd make a joke and they'd just all like wah wah like yeah. fucking nothing. And then I'm I remember that it it's was nice f- that you had friends to do that. <laughs> I just bombed myself. <laughs> well, then fresh. I, for some reason, freshman year, I remember. I remember specifically, I was like coming out of the gates hot. I remember that summer, I was like, all right, I need to I need to fucking step up my game. I was like, I'm tired <laughs> of being the fucking unfunny one in the group. <laughs> Um, I'm being very unprofessional. I just didn't know how long we had gone. Hour and a half. Oh, perfect. We can wrap it up soon. 
But I do, I want to ask one, because this is a self-help podcast. Yes. Oh, and I want to, uh, did you even get your story in? Yeah, I told yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. yeah all right, cool. I didn't know if you had a third. No, I'm good. Thank all right. you. <laughs> I'm going to ask you one more question. One, let me look through my big book. By the way, that's, that's part of my keeping my mental health good is... Uh, I have no qualms telling embarrassing stories or whatever. I got yeah, no, no skeletons in the closet. It doesn't matter. I got none. People what try is and your hide favorite stuff, color? Ooh. I'm sorry. I had to. No. Black for you. No. No? No. I, I mean, I do like black, but uh, it's kind of a, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of a toss up depending on my mood. It's probably either red or green. Christmassy. Yeah. Do you if love it's, Jesus? I, I, I like the no, I just like the fire the fiery like uh aggression of red, but I, I, I like the foresty chillness of green. My favorite color is also red. But I'm you very, guys are perfect. I'm very partial that's to so olive lame. green specifically. Oh, that's so red lame. and green. That's that's great. so gross. By the way, we didn't rehearse that. I don't think I've yeah. ever. I've I've never cared enough to ask. Hey, wh- babe, He's what's your? He's literally fav- never asked my favorite. <laughs> I don't Isn't care. That so listen, guys. I don't give a L- fuck. Listen to me. <laughs> they are cute. They're good together. They're respectful and <laughs> nice, and I love them. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being on my podcast. I talked throughout the intro, so I do want to play the intro one time uh, without talking yeah. through it. This is um, a good friend of mine, John Zayats. He doesn't have social media, but he is an amazing producer, and he uh, did the beat, and Irish put the wording to it, and um, Ani actually did the logo, and you guys mm. did such a great job, and I really, really appreciate you guys being on, and I love you both very much. Thank yeah, dog back at you. Happy to have you aboard. Thanks. It was at this moment that he knew. He bucked up. Welcome. You're listening to Bucked Up with Sam Buck. <laughs>